And we are back, and we are the Run Duo. I am Tommy, and she is India. Hey, everybody. Uh, today, we're going to do things a little bit different. Um, we're going to forego our regular shenanigans and get right to the interview. Today, we have a great guest. His name is James Rowe. He is the founder of Atlanta Run Club and a Lululemon ambassador. So without any delay, let's get right to the interview. All right, and we are back. What's up, everyone? We have an amazing guest here today. We have James Rowe. Oh, my goodness. I have been wanting to chat with you as well as Tommy for a while. He is the founder of Atlanta Run Club and Lululemon Ambassador and just a lot of amazing things and doing a lot of amazing things in the Atlanta running community and beyond. We've seen him out and beyond, not just in Atlanta, but into to other states as well. Um, so what's up, James? How are you today? Hey, good. Uh, yeah, first off, thanks for having me uh, on this podcast. Yeah, overall, just been uh, a busy day today, actually. I, I got up pretty early, had mm. a run earlier in the day, and I've just been doing work from home remainder of the time. Wow. How early is early for you? I was up at 530 Okay. Okay. That's early. Oh, we'll James. <laughs> James, come on, man. It ain't early. <laughs> What's early, Tommy? What's your that early? Is, that ain't early, James. Come on, man. But That's no, no really, James. James, welcome. Welcome to the show, man. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Definitely welcome. So, James, you were on our panel episode that we um, did with Run Social and Lululemon, and we got to hear all about you and your pacing with Lululemon, but we really want to hear about James, who you are, um, what made you start Atlanta Run Club, what's your journey, your running journey, as well as ARC Studio. That's something else that is a part of your repertoire. But first, tell us a little bit about James. Like, what got you into running and what does that look like for you? Yeah, so a little bit about myself. I traditionally did not grow up as, as a runner. So my background story is, is different from most people that are avid runners and are passionate about the sport and activity. Uh, to me, running was introduced into my life when it became a source of like therapy and, and resource to mm -hmm. just alleviate stress. And for me to just run and like free my mind throughout the day, I was never good at it, even growing up, especially like elementary, middle school, high school, I actually despised running because it, mm -hmm. it just, it was such a brutal activity for me to undergo. Right. Uh, but over the years, learned to, I guess, appreciate like the deeper meaning and experience behind it. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things where it has been a constant variable in my life and constant presence in anything that I've done, whether it's like career, I'm, I'm a physical therapist by trait, uh, mm -hmm. any, any endeavor that I've kind of gone through, I'd even say like, obstacles and hurdles that I've kind of gone through in life running has been that that vehicle for me to really just like overcome and go through that that process whatever it may be so I uh, became started personal and and start and became more personal as as that journey progressed over the past few years Nice. So was it that you were just like, I'm going to lace, I'm going to go put some shoes on and I'm just going to go running outside or, or did someone kind of tell you about running and you just decided to kind of jump on their coattail about it? Uh, kind of both. I, mm -hmm. I took initiative to kind of go out there and, and run some laps, found that it was really difficult and 
mm-hmm. ran into some friends that kind of helped me uh, train in, in the early stages. So I think I did my first ever organized race back in 2014 or 15. Okay. Yeah. What was the distance? Well, how far did you run? Uh, it was an odd distance. I think it was an 8K. So about like Oh, yeah, that is odd distance. Yeah, yeah. that's different. Yeah, yeah. But um, I did want to say this, James, because um, you said, you know, you thought you were kind of not a lot of people came to run the way you did. You'd be yeah. surprised. Um, your story is because we interview a lot of people, of course. Your story is so much like so many other people, like they really didn't run in their younger days. And as they got older, that running became kind of like part of their therapy, um, mm-hmm. you know, whether to clear the head or anything. that. So you're not alone in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. So odd, odd distance of an 8K. Uh, I feel like I've run an 8K. They used to have an 8K here in Atlanta for something. I don't remember what it was, but back in the, it was definitely back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was an 8K race. Yeah, um, I probably did that. That's probably the one. Okay. Was yeah. it like Singleton or something? Do you remember that, Tommy? Yeah, I want to say it was an Atlanta Track Club race that was an yeah, 8K. I do remember that, yeah. Anyway, yeah. whichever one it was, uh, it was definitely an 8K. How'd you, how'd you do in that first race, James? How'd you feel afterwards? It was tough. I, I thought I'd never run a race again. <laughs> You're over <laughs> it. <laughs> You're like, okay, 8K, I'm done. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New hobby. <laughs> So what do you think got you back out to doing another race? Or do you consider yourself um, really into racing? Or do you kind of compartmentalize or separate just running versus racing? Or are you trying to get more into racing? I definitely separate the two compartments for me. Okay. Uh, So, again, it's just one of those life things where as, like, I, I, I was just transitioning through seasons. And I think at the time I was just going through a lot, like, coming out of college and, um just trying to find my, my footing in, in just different aspects of my life. And I challenged myself to run another race. And it's one of those things where I, I recalled that feeling after that first one was of like, oh, I hate this experience. That was terrible. But by principle in life, like sometimes you just have to go through things that are tough. And, and like most of the time I'd argue and just literally run through it. So um, I challenged myself to multiply that distance. And the next race that I ran was actually a half. Mm. Uh, so I Thanksgiving half after oh, that. Okay. Um, soon after, about a year later, I did my first full marathon. Okay. Um, and it, it actually wasn't until like this particular year with, with ARC that I started like really sticking to a training plan and trying okay. to like really improve my time. Um, yeah, I just haven't put myself through that process because it was such a just avenue of, of like therapy for me, as long as I got the miles done, I was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but in recent seasons, especially this year, I've really enjoyed like pushing myself in that team environment with other club members and just trying to get better and, and more competitive with that. Definitely. What was your uh, first marathon? What did you run? Which one did you run? Uh, it was actually a trail marathon in Helen. Mm. Um, it was called the Helen Beck Marathon. Mm. And mm-hmm. it elevated to, I think, close to 4,000 feet. And it was like halfway up and then half, halfway down. And it took mm-hmm. me nearly seven hours to complete. Wow. Yeah. yeah well, that was that was rough. <laughs> You're not lying, James. You like a challenge. I give it to you. You, you weren't joking. <laughs> For sure. Now, James, are you from the Atlanta area? Did you grow up here? 
Uh, yeah. So most of my life has been here. Originally born in Los Angeles for the first okay. years of my life. Um, just turned 31. So most of my life has been here in, in Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I lived in multiple parts, suburbs, city, midtown, North mm-hmm. Jersey area when I went to school. Um, but yeah, I, I've been here for a while now. Nice. So tell us a little bit about what, what Atlanta Run Club is and what made you, what was your feeling of starting Atlanta Run Club? Being that your journey is new into running, but you decided to kind of start a, a, a group here in Atlanta. What did that look like for you? Yeah. So, you know, during that time, I, I really valued the concept of authenticity and authenticity is a word that is very near to my heart, even to this day to, to continually strive to express and to practice. And, um, I, at a certain point, I like, realized in my heart, like, you know, there is something special that running can do, not just personally, but for other people too. And so true. So true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it it was such a simple concept back then of myself, um, you know, really being with like two, three friends at the time running, but I, I looked forward to it like all the time. Mm -hmm. And in in 2018, when ARC started, we, I kind of like looked back and reflected to those moments and, uh, just kind of combine like all those elements together that I appreciated about running, like personal mm-hmm. benefits, group benefits, uh, vision for for community, um, and I kind of just put all those things together and I said, hey, this this passion project of mine, I hope for it to be a natural extension of that authentic ex- experience uh, mm-hmm. in in all avenues of everything, personal and large group, um, and so. Yeah, ARC was was essentially birthed out of that thought. And um, for myself, particularly, I'm very passionate about like branding and like the universe of like digitally creating too. Uh, well, I will I- say that y'all's digital stuff is <laughs> on point. Y'all's pictures, everything, all of your flyers are always really, really good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, me, me and my friend Christian, who's actually in LA now, mm-hmm. um, he from the very beginning, he's, he's been kind of like the the creative director of the brand. And, um, yeah, we just identified like pillars of what this like universe would look like and feel like, and really wanted to also like bring on this like urban personality aspect to the club Mm -hmm. as well. Um, and have dedicated ourselves to sticking to that in the past few years to, to just, again, going back to authenticity, right? It, it, it was no other endeavor outside of just, hey, this is what we vibe with. Um, th- these are the type of pictures that we think are cool, that we like to see, that we like to be a part of, the type of run, the type of content. Uh, and we just wanted it to, yeah, just naturally extend from our likings and, and um, preferences. Definitely. Now, I know that when you um, first started ARC, you all were running on Beaver Highway. Is that correct? Like there's a location on Beaver Highway where the, the, the studio is as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, did you strategically place it on Beaver Highway? And the reason why I asked that is because um, a lot of our run club, I mean, run clubs are all over, but some of the run clubs are definitely in the city. And I feel like they where you all started as far as your runs there there's not much going, not many run clubs in that area, and it was really needed. Um, so I didn't know if you knew what you were doing when you put it there, or if that was just something that you were strategic about, or just an area that you felt like needed a club. Yeah, uh, strategic in the sense that 
Beaufort Highway was a place and still is a place that is very personal to me. And okay. it, it all just goes back to creating something and anything and everything out of authenticity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Beaufort Highway is a place of a huge hub for immigrants and immigrant families. And I recall mm-hmm. for myself and my family, um, identifying so heavily with that space, like when I was in middle school, like my parents and my younger brother would travel to Beaufort Highway to um, literally like shop for groceries because it was mm-hmm. the spot in all of Atlanta that had Oriental Farmers market. Yeah. Markets and, stuff. Um, and a huge inspiration of ARC was to also like create cultural impact and um, create a collective voice of, of minorities like myself who might share just a different origin and upbringing of, of running and what running looks like. Right. So in my family, like my, my parents never ran an organized race. Like the concept of, of paying to run for a race is very foreign for some cultures. <laughs> and races. Um, so it, it, it only felt very fitting and, and genuine for us to start the club at somewhere that we just felt very comfortable with. And for us, like at the time, a lot of our relationships were thriving in Beaufort Highway um, with the nonprofit. We love Buhai originally with Marion. Now Lily's the executive director there. Um, but yeah, it was just a place where a lot of our friends were at. Like we were just hanging out, spending time. So it, it only just seemed natural for us to do that. Mm, so once okay. again, just back to authentic, you know, it's it's not like you were planning anything. It's just, hey, this is where we hang out. This is where we know people. This is where we're going to have our run club. Yeah, 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 exactly. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And let me just say this, James, you know, it's not it's, I, I, even in my culture, which is Thomas Mitchell, it seems foreign to pay for somebody, pay somebody to go run, you know, 10 <laughs> miles sometimes because I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I've cussed at mile six and seven before. Like, I can't believe I'm paying somebody yeah. to do this. Like, how crazy is that? Well, you know, that's what they say. You're like, why are you play- why are you paying money for streets that you pay that you run on for free all the time? <laughs> exactly. Right, right. But, but it's all about, about the, the experience. Yeah. yeah, it's the experience. It's a challenge. Your motivation when you're running solo is very different than when you're running with other people. Yeah. Um, so I definitely hey India. I know. Come uh, what is what's the date? Um, November sixth. Uh, uh, in New York City, at some point, I am going to cuss and say, <laughs> I can't believe I paid all this money right. to run through the streets of New York City. So <laughs> I, I, I'll be thinking of you then, James. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, so I know as of right now, you all do have the 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 studio um, that is still there on Beaver Highway. Tell us a little about, a bit about that and like what's your what's your purpose between having that studio there and what are the services that can be obtained? Yeah, so so quick announcement with that actually we're we're actually phasing out of it in in a couple. Of yeah, it's it's going to come to an end. Um, okay, but it, it kind of just ran its course. Uh, we we went through like waves of like the pandemic and COVID and stuff. But yeah, studio vision was for us to kind of experiment with a physical space of what that would look like, envisioning like a hub for our run club, okay. um, but also like providing like me, myself being a physical therapist and having a lot of trainers in our network, um, kind of like an off brand that is separate from running that, you know, it kind of lies in the same universe where we could service like private training and, and PT and rehab and those kind of things. Um, but yeah, over time we, we just kind of, uh, we're actually about to announce it this week. I don't know when this uh, episode goes up, but, um, yeah, we're, we plan to phase out of it and, and just kind of focus on the club the next, coming years 
Awesome. Awesome. Listen, nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think you all are still doing um, amazing things with the the run club. You all continue to have. So you have your run at Peabot Park on Saturdays at 8 a.m. And then you have your Pont City Market run on Mondays at 630. And then you have your Cheney Stadium runs at 645 on Thursdays. So you got some really good hill work down in Piedmont Park area. <laughs> You've got your city run as well at Pond City Market. Um, and then you have some track work that y'all are doing also on Thursdays. Yeah, um, yeah. And it looks like y'all have some amazing turnouts and y'all really definitely look like a family that, you know, comes out and, and does those workouts. Um, tell me kind of what what type of runner or what do you all welcome out to your to your three different days of running with ARC? Uh, I'm sorry, you you cut out for what was that last part? Just tell us what what uh, you have three different types of runs that you all um, you all give. I know that y'all are very inclusive and welcoming to all levels, um, but what is the different mileages that you do on those days um, and then the track workouts? Yeah, so we have an option for Piedmont Park and Pond City are pretty similar. So for Pond City, the options are one to five miles down and back. And then we have a, a longer route that's typically five to six miles that's posted mm-hmm. on Strava. And then mm-hmm. for Piedmont Park, same thing, one to five miles down and back on the Beltline. And then recently we've been doing a longer route that starts an hour earlier mm-hmm. that runs anywhere from like eight to 12, 15 miles. Mm-hmm. I want to do um, longer, longer mileage. Okay. Uh, track workout, we, we let people know, hey, it's designed um, – for intermediate level runners that are training specifically for half marathons and full marathons. Okay. Um, but there are modified versions where people can cut it in half or just come out and, and walk and participate. Um, but yeah, I think that part of the, the journey and process is learning how to accommodate for all the levels out there and people that, yeah. that just simply want to come in and walk. So um, which is why we have the one mile option and, and let people know all the time, hey, if you want to walk it, if you want to just jog and come back, that's completely fine. Um, yeah, just just needing to articulate that and communicate it. Mm-hmm, definitely. So welcome to all paces, which is definitely what we what we definitely need. And we got to love a good track workout. I think that <laughs> I think when we're training, I know for me, whenever I get on the track, it really shows your fitness. Like you can go out and run miles all day, but when yeah. you step foot on a track, a track tells you everything. It tells you what you ate the last couple of days. It tells you everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely gives you a, a, a good understanding on, on where your fitness is, but it's definitely needed, especially when you're um, training for those half and marathons. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's been fun. It's been fun. I, I, I've never participated in regular track workouts until this season, um, but mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. So it sounds like, James, you have, through ARC, you have connected yourself with some amazing individuals that have also opened your eyes to different experiences um, in the running space as well. Like It's not just you being a leader and saying, hey, we're going to do this, but you've been able to you've been afforded opportunities to connect to with some amazing people to kind of expand your experiences also. Yeah, for sure. I think the the cool thing about the the run community and the sport of running is that there's so many elements to it. And it's not just about, Hey, like I can run fast and I know competition. Therefore I have all the tools to successfully do X, Y, and Z. Um, it, it really requires like a whole team of, of people 
you know, whether it's like people to just volunteer to help pace things to event organize um, for people to look over brands and help like put our, our name out there. Like there's just so many roles to be fulfilled. Um, mm-hmm. So I've 100% learned and taken away so much more from from other people um, in, in this entire journey. Yeah. And I think that, that the beauty of that is we all have an, uh, have an area of expertise, right? Like there's always going to be something that you're better at um, than the other person. It doesn't mean the other person is lesser than, but you may be good at marketing. The other person may be good at announcing. The other person may be good with setting up the track workout. But if we yeah. come together, we can pull it all together <laughs> and make yeah. something good. Yeah, that's why it's called a run club. So it's right. a club. It's not, <laughs> not just run me, it's run club. Right. So we all get together. But uh, James, I think I heard you say early you, you're a physical therapist. Is that correct? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, how did you now? And I'm, I'm asking this because a lot of times when I talk to someone that's a runner and also a physical therapist, they got into it because of an injury or something like that. What what got you? What made you decide you wanted to be a physical therapist? Physical therapy, as I was kind of shadowing different experiences in college, uh, it came off as the most like interpersonal career for me where I can really just journey with somebody one on one and help them through like the process of healing um, and getting back to where they were or even stronger. Uh, so I, I always appreciated what that experience like brought to me personally and just to just to the person I was working with too and, and really cherished like those relationships and time. So that was the biggest driving force. Um, I, I, I do love like physical activity and in that time of PT school was actually when I got into running a lot more too. So mm-hmm. yeah, there was some um, uh, desire there with that. Great. Great. Yeah. Um, I can tell you're a person that's really, it's not just about what's happening in front of you. It's about the full journey and everything that you've talked to us about today, whether that be how you got into running, whether that be why you started the run club, whether that be what you do for a living is always seemed like it's always been kind of about the journey for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just trying to connect everything and let it naturally align. Right, right. Like you said, authentic relationships. Yes, exactly. James, so what's next for you? Do you have um, any races on the horizon for you as an individual? Do you have anything that you're training for now? I know you mentioned that you are doing more track workouts and kind of getting more into an actual training plan. What does that look like for you? What's what's on the horizon? Yeah, so uh, obviously Lululemon 10K. Um, trying to run it with my my parents actually so they'll both be oh that's gonna be oh wow (laughs) (laughs) that's Uh, a big deal so are they also are they using the lululemon 10k training plan that's out right now are they getting ready for it yeah yeah preparing stuff so they'll be things here and there um yeah they'll be participating and um yeah, that, I'm really looking forward to that. It's the first race that I'm like doing with my family and my younger brother's doing it too. And his wife is here. So we're all like running it as, as a unit. So it'll be fun. Oh, wow. That's going to be great. Yeah. yeah that's going to be awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's a rare experience when, you know, a whole family can get mm-hmm. to run together. Yeah. 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 So will this be your parents' first organized race? I know you mentioned earlier that they had, it was kind of foreign to them to do that. Is this their first organized race? 
This is their second. They participated okay. in the Buford Highway United 5K back in 2019. Yes. Um, both my parents did that one. It was a 5K uh, distance. And yeah, this is the second one they'll be doing. Um, but I don't know. It just seems very like, not that the first one wasn't, but this one I can tell will be very meaningful. Yes. For everybody. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So the Lululemon 10K that's happening here in Atlanta on October 22nd. Um, do you have any other races that are lined up for you? Yeah. So I have, uh, we as a club are, are planning to go to Houston right now mm. um, on January 15th for the Chevron half marathon, full marathon. So okay. I'll be competing in the, the half marathon. So that's the one that I've been training pretty hard for because back in February, I did the Austin half with with our club so our club was out there and participated in that so just trying to get a better time for houston um so i've been training for that okay so tell us how it has it been like being on an actual training plan like i know that you kind of are newer to that how has it been for you have you been liking it because some people don't like training plans they just like to go out and do their own thing but how has that been for you yeah, it's it's been great. It's definitely been challenging because even when it came to like the Austin half, I think I I just like, hey, let me run a couple times a week. Uh, and leading up to it, I'll just do like a couple long runs <laughs> that all in the range of like eight to 10 miles and I'll be good. You know, there was no like purpose or rhythm behind the training. Okay. Um, but, you know, I, I as as someone who is is a PT and and it is in the sports performance world too. Like I I just don't like running, so like <laughs> I had to put myself really through that process this past year, uh, and I've enjoyed it like so much. Um, okay. And yeah, it, it's been great. It's it's like one thing that has surprised me a lot is how much I've like really enjoyed like the competitive, but very like inclusive and. Um, just collaborative, like team atmosphere. Uh, it, it it's just so much easier when there's people around you that are like suffering together, yeah, <laughs> uh, or something. Like it, it just generates a whole level of like friendship and relationship. Yeah, um, and and yeah, you just kind of push each other to beyond limits that sometimes you just can't do on your own. So yeah, I see you and uh, Mike and your friends always crap talking each other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on social media. So I'm always chuckling at y'all. That's good that y'all kind of have that camaraderie and yeah, I would consider yeah, kind of like a brotherhood yeah. between you all of, you know, right, right. you know, getting it together. But I mean, that's, that's a level of accountability that I think that we don't realize that we have when it comes to run clubs and connecting with other people. Like not only is it that you are, and I'm sorry, my voice is cracking. Not only is it that you all are connecting to do the running piece of it, but on days that you really don't feel like it, you know, you know, your friend is going to be there or they're going to talk crap about you for not coming to a workout. But that's like that positive peer pressure that we need. Right, to keep right, us right, going. right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we, we have like, we have, uh, we definitely have races between each other and stuff that are happening. Like, betting on each other's times like it's it's a good time <laughs> mm -hmm. but think about it if you were to run independently by yourself you probably wouldn't be putting up some of the times that you're putting up because you don't have oh, that extra dude. push right right absolutely yeah. you'll yeah. be like okay that's the last rep and they're like nope let's go give me another one <laughs> so yeah, yeah that totally makes sense how many so races have you run james like in total do you call uh let's see i've uh 
about six or seven, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Because I heard you say you don't really like running, but you know, you you keep showing up, man. For someone <laughs> who doesn't like running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, well, I've, uh, in in um in the past season, I've I've uh, kind of naturally aligned my training schedule with like the weekly runs. So, you know, what has helped a lot is uh, in the earlier years of ARC, it, it did feel like a lot of just event planning because before the weekly stuff, we were doing all like pop-up runs throughout the city, mm-hmm. starting highway about like twice a month. And there, there was a lot of event planning that went into the experiences. But uh, this year, especially like it, it's been really helpful. One, that people have really stepped up and assisted in faci- facilitating the mm-hmm. runs. Um, so there's been like very like minimal planning across the board and it, it just naturally aligns like with my schedule and I kind of make it a point to, okay, these runs, I'm actually going to make this like a recovery run, a speed run and yeah, just let it naturally like come together. Yes, Great. definitely. Yeah. Because that event plan, it becomes a lot. <laughs> that people yeah. don't realize what it takes behind the scenes to, to right. pull off. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So you have mentioned a lot about being authentic and having authentic connections. You are now a Lululemon ambassador. Tell us about that authentic connection and how that came about and what made you feel so aligned with them to, to be become a part of their organization. Yeah, so Lou Lemon came in the picture right before the Beeford Howie United 5K in 2019. Uh, and I originally connected with Asher, who came in the picture and, and saw what we were doing. He was drawn towards like how we were branding things, but also just he came to one of our runs and just really enjoyed the atmosphere and energy of the people. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, yeah, we just kept collaborating with them and, and did projects with them and um, had so much fun, like meeting the team and the people there. And over time, it just naturally developed into myself becoming an ambassador. And one of the most special things that to your question of, you know, what naturally aligns is uh, Lou Lemon is great at at least with um, in my experience of allowing us to just be creative because our brand is so heavily in like the creative side. And, uh, we have a lot of people who are photographers, designers is very, uh, heavily in, um, influenced by the arts. Mm, And mm -hmm. I I told, um, I had a conversation with Krista the, the other week who, who is the community lead of the brand. And I told her, you know, like one of the greatest gifts an an artist can receive is like the ability to just create and to be creative Mm -hmm. without like limitations. Like here's a blank canvas. You guys just draw it, draw the picture, draw the event, draw the experience. Uh, And that freedom has like really like freed us because it kind of gives us the space Mm -hmm. to defy any limits that brands would typically place on us. And we've been able to create from the ground up and it's really been an, on our end to to create that experience, whatever it may be, whether it's an event, uh, a digital like content piece or whatever. Um, and no one's ever, you know, pushed back and said, hey, you can't post that or you can't do this or that. So it's mm-hmm. been great. They give you the freedom to be you, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. That is great. Well, James, I mean, I know I have truly enjoyed speaking with you uh, today and, you know, taking time out of your day to speak with us. But before you go, is there anything that we missed, something that we didn't ask you that you wanted to talk about? Mm -hmm. Anything coming up with the crew? Anything? Uh, 
Not really. You know, we're, we're just, we're kind of uh, focused in on this 10K at this mm-hmm. point. We're so excited. Yeah. So we'll be having, hosting like a whole series of um, kind of events that, that weekend too. Uh, I think ARC will be hosting our, our own like shakeout run. The, mm. the night, um, I think Thursday night, we'll, we'll mm. make announcements for that early next week. And mm-hmm. then there will also be uh, an ARC after party that evening after the race. So we're just wrapping up some final details and we'll have all that information posted next week. Yeah, send me, the, send, me, send me the stuff about the after party. Holla right. at me. <laughs> That's all Tommy care about, Dave. Yeah, with the after party. That's... He's not coming to shake out. Nah, after party. Hey, look, hey, hey, Indy, I'll shake it out, but <laughs> sh- I'm going to shake it out at the after party. So, James, don't forget your boy. Um, but, yeah, we look definitely look forward to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like you're doing great things with the Run Club. Um, mm-hmm. Like India said, you guys are on point digitally. So, hey. But before yes. you go, of course, number one, hit us again with the um, weekly runs. So everybody, if somebody missed it, they can get them. And then hit mm-hmm. us with all your social media tags. Yeah. So weekly runs, we have Saturdays at Piedmont Park. Uh, right now we meet at Charles Allen Gate. We might move like a little bit down the street towards Park Tavern in about mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. But we meet at eight o'clock in the morning for a one to five mile run. Uh, 7 a.m. for a longer run that is posted on our Instagram and our social media channels like that week of, um, depending on who's available to lead it. And then Mondays, we have our Pond City Market Run. We meet right outside the food hall entrance at 6.30 p.m. Same thing, uh, one to five miles down and back. The longer route typically just goes like five to six miles, and we come back in and socialize and eat afterwards. Uh, Thursday, we have Cheney Stadium track workout at 6.45 p.m. Uh, designed for intermediate level runners training for the half marathon or full marathon distance. And actually, starting next week, we'll also have a Tuesday uh, Tuesday experience in Athens. We have a good relationship mm-hmm. with some of the students out there at the UGA campus. So um, that'll be a Lou Lemon collaborative thing that we do every Tuesday night. Um, I yes. believe 6 p.m. on Tuesday, 6 or 6.30, yeah. Yeah, I forgot to ask you about that one. So I know that that typically is the one at UGA is typically when when school is in, correct? Do y'all kind of take a break during while the time school's out or do y'all continue all year? We we take a break during the summer, but okay. September 6, which is next Tuesday, is the first. I think everyone's started school already this past mm-hmm. week, the last but September 6th is kind of, you know, still early on in the semester. So right. uh, we'll be doing weekly runs out there on Tuesdays. And that's always good, especially for your college students. If you need a little break, connecting with people that you may not know that may, you know, like running all in, you know, the same same breath. Get some friends, get some miles in and release yourself from all the schoolwork and things that you have to do, all the responsibilities for a little while anyway. Absolutely. So. Well, that is amazing, James. We are really looking forward to seeing you out at the Lululemon 10K. I hope to see you before then, but obviously the Lululemon 10K that's happening here on October 22nd. And more, and also to see your family. That's exciting to be able to see them um, yeah, and, yeah. and hear about their experience. So I think that that will be good to, to kind of see what they're doing also on the pavement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Now go ahead one more time. Tell us if anybody wants to connect with you all, with you individually and with Atlanta Run Club, tell us how they can find you on social media. Yeah. So uh, the the handle is the same across our Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Strava. It's just at Atlanta Run Club. 
and website is atlantarunclub.com. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much, James. And of course, we'll see you again soon. Awesome. Yeah. Looking (laughs) forward to it. What a great conversation with James, man. Yes, he is an amazing person and a great leader in this Atlanta running community. And it's so good to hear from him and all the things that he's doing, as well as just his journey. We see so many people out here running on the pavement, but, you know, we never know kind of where it started. So it's good to hear where his uh, work has started and where it's going. I I didn't think anybody else would be crazy enough to do their first marathon as a trail run. I mean, I did my first half as a trail run, but I didn't think anybody would do a a marathon as a first trail run. When he said that, I feel like we've interviewed someone else that said that they did a trail run for the first run. So for, Wow, for- that's that's amazing. I got to give, give him much credit on that. <laughs> give him much, much credit on that. Sure. But, um, anyway, India. So if they yes. want to get in touch with you um, to, so they can get an early shot of what your wedding dress looks like, uh- <laughs> how, how, how would they do that? You all can find me at Miles from India. Um, is my, excuse me, MilesFromIndia at gmail.com. Uh, is my email. You can also find me at milesfromindia.com is my website and I have Indigo Runs on social media. And you can hit me up at thomaswmitchell, the number two at gmail.com or tmitch68 on um, what's it called? Instagram Mm -hmm. or you can hit me up on Strava. Yes, yes, yes. So another great episode. Thank you all so much for listening and don't forget if you have not signed up for the Lululemon 10K, definitely do so. That is taking place here in Atlanta, Georgia on October 22nd and in Houston on November the 13th. So definitely go to the link in our bio on Instagram if you want to sign up. You don't want to miss out on this. This is a one and only time that Lululemon is doing a race here in Atlanta. So definitely check it out. Exactly. We'll see y'all in two weeks. Bye, guys.